Hi world, we are your brilliantly black and bougie duo, Aretha. I am a whole lot of tough, but it's all out of love. And it's your favorite girl, Kiera. Sometimes sweet, sometimes sour, but best believe you gonna hear what I gotta say. And let the record reflect, it's just our opinion. And this is another episode of Brilliant, Brilliant Black, black and, and Bougie. All right, you guys, I know it seems like every time we start a new episode, we lead with an apology for the big gap, but we are really, we, I'm, I don't know about Aretha, but I am really, really, really sorry, y'all. At least we are consistent. We have been consistent <laughs> with the apologies, okay? Listen, we, we have not forgotten about you all. It's crazy because we, we, we were intentional in scheduling dates to get on here and record. But life, I, I can't even, I can't, I'm going to take accountability because, you know, got to take accountability, That's taking right. accountability that, you know, we can do a better job, but we're, we're actively trying and we're starting with this one. So yep. I think that's the good note. That's a good note, but we miss y'all. Yeah. But I mean, we want y'all to engage with us too, you know, like you know, comment on our page on Instagram, like send us some stuff, you know, just some like DMs. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about the episodes that we're talking about. Like, say if you scroll in and you see a funny meme or something and you like, oh my goodness, let me send this to them so they can see this. Listen, we we want to see, we want to laugh with you. Okay. Right. And I know we've been gone for such a long time, but that kind of brings us to what our topic is going to be about today yes. is boundaries. Um, and uh, again, we've been gone for a minute and because mm-hmm. things have gotten in the way, but then also, you know, we have to make sure that we are ready yeah. to respond and or to record when we are ready to. And so that yeah. brings us to our topic um, for today, which is boundaries. <laughs> and the first thing I want to lead with is the obligation to respond to a communication if Listen. at all, if you want to. Um, this could be a text, this could be an email, this could just be a phone call. Mm. Just like people not understanding. Like if you text me, yeah, mm-hmm. there me there may be times where I will leave you on red. Not because you know, I'm being real, but maybe I'm yeah. not in the mindset or the mind frame to write you back right, right now. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And or if you call me and I see you come up and I'm like, I don't want to talk to you right now because I know Listen. specifically what you're going to call me about. I'm, yep. I'm not in that space and that's OK. And I think people need to understand boundaries when it comes to that. Have yeah. you experienced any like situation with that? Man, I'm probably the worst, literally. And it. It's not intentional. I can remember a time where I was very flexible in my availability and the time I could give to people. So I was somebody who answered every call, who responded to every text. I was just available at all times. But I've transitioned into a place in my life where I don't have that availability to answer every call or answer every text. And I will I am that type of person who will not text back, but will post on Instagram like I'm sorry, like that's just me. And and even if you had the availability, it doesn't mean you have to. Like you can take a free day. We work, you know, some people Monday through Friday, some people seven days a week. So you know, know, moment to yourself, you and you deserve to relax. What I was just thinking about was that like next Sunday, I want to try just putting my phone down. 
obviously if an emergency happens someone would blow up my phone and get my attention but I really want to try the entire day just obviously when I get home from church or whatever um just put my phone down just leave it there when it's time for bed go ahead check it see what happened but I just want to see because I feel like it will definitely impact like everything that I have going on because we become so attached to phones. And if you don't set up clear boundaries, if you don't set up that clear guarded gate and protect yourself, you can find yourself going down a whole hold trying to accommodate and all of that good stuff. But what I find interesting, and, I, and I'm glad you, you brought it up, how do you respond or explain to someone without them getting offended that, hey, like, it's not you. Like, I just, you know, I kind of just need this space. I'm not going to respond right now. How do you explain that, especially to friends and family who might get offended by you not responding to them? I mean, just like that. I'm letting you know, hey, I've got a lot going on right now. Um, I read your text. I'll get back to you when I can. And mm. if they can't receive that, I mean, again, there's so much going on in people's lives. Yeah. Sometimes, especially for me, because I know you were talking about um, doing a Sunday and like putting your phone down. Mm -hmm. I, I used to do fast where I would fast mm -hmm. from my phone and or social media or something like that. New Year's resolution, you know, people be like, they want to lose 15 pounds. New mm -hmm. Year, I'd probably be like, I'll, um, I'll stay off social media for like a, a week or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it's me like letting people know like, hey, at least close people, the people who yeah. deserve an explanation, like, hey, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be on social media. So if you write me something on there, I'm not going to hit you back. Yeah. Um, and or if I'm like doing a relaxed vacation or weekend, mm -hmm. like I'm, you on Dion, you on D&D, &D. like I'm not. Yeah, I need to be in the moment. I right. need to be like just dealing with what what's what's going on at hand. I yeah definitely oh that's that that speaks to me because like vacations and stuff or like Girl. events or dinners oh you the worst I don't want to be I I'm like get off your phone you're the worst things does not need to be recorded you will remember the memory it does not need to show up on you video you are like, the worst it is oh my so annoying. every five seconds you're behind the lens I'm like you're not enjoying what's going on like but that is my I biggest pet peeve I'm like a double-edged sword because I could be living in the moment and I could quickly answer a little email real quick or text somebody back real quick. Cause like a lot of people know I'm, I, I probably won't respond for like three to four days. Like it's not, I, and I'm, I'm going to make this public statement on here for those that listen that are family and friends. It's not personal, <laughs> but I said that to say that, like, I feel like you can be living in the moment and pick up your phone for two seconds and put it back down. But you mistake, put your phones down. All y'all put your because, phones down. Because oh that's, you're saying because you're saying that, and that's not what y'all do. Every five minutes, oh, flick me up, flick me up. No, <laughs> go away. It is so annoying. If I'm feeling like cute, and I want a photo. Dang, take no, my photo. No, but that's also you not respecting my boundaries either. Like I'm trying to live in the moment. I don't want to stop and take your photo every five seconds, <laughs> and then got the nerve to turn around and be like, I don't like this. This don't. No, exactly because uh -uh, i'm listen, not gonna spend here for an hour taking your photo listen i be taking oh. really good photos of everybody else and every time somebody take my photo it's not of quality i'm sick of it <laughs> um i'm very much sick of it but okay. while we're on the topic of boundaries and and you and your outbursts what <laughs> is your take on 
when it comes down to boundaries and communication, what's communicated with others versus what's not communicated with others? Okay, way to transition. Um, well, so boundaries and communication for me, like, um, in what sense are you talking? Are you talking like sharing girlfriend's tea? I'm or talking like in general. So how much are you willing to share with I'm it's I feel like I kind of find that hard place of boundaries and like what I'm willing to share with others versus what I'm not willing to share with others. Oh, absolutely. I am a private person. I post what I post on social media. No one knows how I move. Uh, you know, people say all the time gangsters move in silence, but no, for real. Like mm-hmm. no, no one knows. Uh, and, and a big part of it for me is that if you're going to show the good, you got to show the bad. And that's what yeah. I don't like about social media and all these other um, places or, and or just conversations. I don't like people mm-hmm. who, aren't 100 about what's going on you can't yeah. talk about what's going well and then not talk about what's going wrong so yes. for me, I don't want to talk about either <laughs> so let's yeah. just, you know let's just take that out um because I'm not one to boast and brag and I'm also not one to to share my information either um so that's me I just personally again you've got to be 100 percent. you can't have this fake facade of and just show all the good things yeah. and not show the bad things so that's a big yeah. boundary social media is what I make it and we're talking a lot about social media but even in in families and friendships and relationships it's what I make it is what I want you to know yeah Um, and I and I say that because I know for a fact that something I tell you is not going to stay with you I just Mm -hmm. I know that I know people want to be like oh I can keep a secret and there's not gossiping let's let's be real let's be honest Mm -hmm. if I tell you something I know it's going to be repeated that's why I'm mindful of what I speak out loud because I know what I tell you even though it I think, or you may say it might be in confidence. It's not. So anything I'm sharing is because I'm okay with other people knowing about it. And, you know, I've gotten like backlash for that, which is crazy because I'm a super private person in that I rarely let people know what I have going on. I rarely let people know how I'm moving or some of the things that I'm thinking about my next steps. Close family and friends, I might give a couple little snippets here and there. But people are always like, Kiera, you, you, what's going on with your life? I'm good. What about you? you? (laughs) Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. good. Or or if I need a day, like, listen, I just need me a day to myself. Oh my goodness. Do you need to talk to somebody? No, I don't need to talk to somebody. I'm okay. Like I'm not going to be, I'm I'm just not one of those persons who's going to sit up here and lay down all my business. Like, because I feel like as much as people be like, oh, I ain't gonna tell nobody. Hmm. Next thing you know, yeah. you, telling, you telling your bestie, her friend. Now her friend, her friend know because she said, "Oh well, don't tell nobody." Girl, let me tell you this, but don't tell nobody, huh? Huh? Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Let's. Well, how do you feel about pillow talking then? So, like, if you've been with this oh, guy, that's like, different. <laughs> no. <laughs> if if you've been with this guy for such a long time, you're yeah. in a relationship, and I mean, y'all y'all have conversations y'all communicate y'all might be sitting at the table girl let me tell you what happened today and i have made that mistake of calling my man girl very much lots of times um because you just get so y'all have this relationship yeah Yeah, y'all have this camaraderie i mean that's the thing about being in a relationship you should Mm -hmm. be able to um divulge anything and you know make sure it stays within that but then like pillow talking is that is that a girl call violation is that a violation period 
<sighs> it's kind of hard because you could pillow talk with your guy. And if your guy is not someone to go back and say anything, because there are a lot to me, me I, this is a personal opinion and, and it's I'm generalizing here, which I shouldn't. But to me, men don't gossip as much as women. That oh, means, no. pause. In my pause. opinion, in my no. opinion, in my opinion, I think, in my opinion, men definitely gossip way more than um women. I.e., Irv Gotti over here talking about five-year-old, <laughs> ten-year-old. I'm sorry, way longer than that information about Ashanti. But I digress. Let's continue on the conversation. Listen, what I'm okay. This was generalization, but I also let it depends on the man, right? Depends on the man. Mm-hmm. Because some men they like pillow talk. They like, oh, she did what? She yeah. She, they be sitting up there all in tune, understand what's going on, have their remarks. And there are some men who let you pillow talk, and it's just like okay, they yeah. just letting you talk. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So, but personally, I feel like if you've been with somebody for a good length of time and you you can trust them, yeah, they might know a little one or two or three. Listen. <laughs> And, and there is there is a nonverbal agreement that that person is not to say a word. They're supposed exactly. to act like they don't know. So Same difference. PS, right. Mm-hmm. PSA announcement. If you tell me something, there may or may not be a chance that exactly. my significant other knows he's going to act like he don't know in front of you, but he's going to be like, ooh, girl, I remember when. <laughs> That's what oh. I said. It's the, and I feel like it should be the same way. Like, if I'm if I'm pillow talking with you and we have a understanding that, you know, don't go repeating. And if somebody come tell you the story, you need that like you don't know none of the details. Right. It should be the same way. That's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. What give me, what is your biggest boundary pet peeve? It could be anything. Work. Who? Friendship. My biggest, I'm pretty lenient with work. I try to have a work-life balance, but I'm pretty lenient with work. Um, I think my biggest boundary is, pro- I don't know. Honestly, this is, no one has ever asked me this. So I don't think I really have one. Mm-hmm. Um, It could be something petty too. Like, you know, someone smacking like when they talk or something like just like. Oh, a- well, I mean, I got a ton of pet peeves. I don't know if they're deemed boundaries. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like I smacking. Mean, I don't like stink breath. I don't like dirty teeth. I don't like uh, dingy looking. So I don't like, so I'm going to, because I want to segue here. I think we're probably getting close to wrapping up this boundary topic because mm-hmm. I know that we wanted to do a little weekly wrap up of, you know, the current pop culture yes. that are happening. But Absolutely. I think, and going into that, I think one of my biggest like boundary pet peeve issues is adults kissing their children on their mouth. Ooh, that yeah, that bothers me so much. Like I look at you differently as a, mm. as a person because if you are this grown adult, yeah. you do adult things with your mouth. Don't put your lips on these babies. I'm lips. laughing right now. Like I'm la- you, it's <laughs> gross to me because we. There, let's just be honest you're doing adult things with your mouth and you want to yeah. kiss your child that's nasty yeah it's very nasty and, and I, that I, child did do nothing to deserve that what <laughs> i think is funny is we were having this conversation just last night i'm laughing because we were just having this conversation and um i forgot how the conversation came up but it was basically like um my brother obviously we know who asked me would you eat like um 
would you stick your fork or oh no can someone stick their fork in your plate and I was like absolutely not no that's not happening like you're not gonna stick your fork in my plate and then eat and he was like why not he was like so your significant other you wouldn't let them stick their fork in your plate right no no so I, I think that's my pet peeve there no but no. That, no but that's weird though so it's one thing to kiss your your young children on the mouth after you and husband and whoever else whatever with your <laughs> mouth. um but if it's you and your husband and y'all sharing stuff yes. y'all kiss every day what's wrong with him taking a bite off of your fork mm, mm, i think that's like ludicrous like that's mm, way <laughs> it's not a not a fork that went in your mouth rolled against your teeth yeah even. but then two hours before you had your tongue all in his mouth i mean damn. you sound like him oh i'm just saying that doesn't make sense to me you'll kiss him all I'm, day long listen all of it i i guess in general the kissing the kids the 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 salad all, all of listen. it because then the kid walking around with a cold you mm-hmm. wonder why they sick they sick because you kissed them like that's right all of it all of it just keep listen. your keep your pieces and your body parts and all of that to yourself and my fork will make a way to my significance other place. Oh, Jesus. If Ooh. I want a piece of that, oh, that look good. Let me try. Ooh, why you can't get a new fork? It's multiple forks on the table. Why you got to use a fork that was already then slid by your tooth? Okay. All right. Enough of this. Cause Ooh, I, and I brought that up because I saw that picture of Tiana Taylor posting her kiss mm-hmm. baby yeah. Junie. And and Junie is so adorable, but I'm like, Isn't she? That's, that's that's too much. And that's she's taking much. off. I don't know if you saw. She was. I think she was like, either she had a billboard in her mom. Yeah, oh she was yeah, like modeling or something. Yeah, man. She's yeah, she's, she's really. Well. I mean, I'm really proud of like a lot of black women and black young young women and women we are of winning. age. No, yes, we this, are winning. We are. This is. I mean, what we just had. The Emmys? Yes, the Emmys. Well, I really can I nerd out for a second. Can I can I talk <laughs> about this? I I'm a TV person and you yes, know, we know I love I love TVs. I love movies. Yes, we and know. I and I love I I don't understand and I always actually I don't know how Disney is not a thing for you. I'm um, sorry, it's not. But I have every Disney movie on VHS. Um, I've got a playlist of Disney songs in my phone. <laughs> but when I saw that Little Mermaid trailer, I legit watching it, my eyes watered. Like wow. it watered. And I'm not no lie, like it watered. I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna cry, but I was like, she sounds wow. so good. And we're talking about Halle Bailey. Mm-hmm. I so much want to say Halle Berry because I know she was like that <laughs> Halle Berry. But Halle <laughs> Bailey. Oh mm-hmm. my God, she just looks so good. She sang so good. She had yeah. the voice of an angel. Um, and then only for these racist white folks to be out here racist with these negative means. Listen, I'm like, first of all, it's a half fish, half human. It's a fictional <laughs> creature and a fictional story. So it's not the part that it's a half fish, half human that's getting you. It's the fact that the half fish half human is melanin well i mean when you think about it anytime a black woman goes into a space where she is one where people are not used to her being you're going to get that negative black that backlash you're going to get it 
I just think it's terrible because it's a children's movie and essentially that movie is about fitting in. I know, right? Tell me about it. In. And it's and it's so ironic. It's because these white folks are out here losing their minds about a black woman playing yep. a mermaid and literally it, they kids can't watch it. it. It's it's not it's again the story is about fitting in. So what does it say that it's a black woman that can't fit in mm -hmm. into the into the role or into what you think it's supposed to be precious and 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 whatever you know what I mean for your children to see. It's like yeah, come on. Um, yeah. I, I just thought that was sad, but we are definitely gonna go watch that movie when it comes uh, out. Support this. Um, yes. And while we're on the topic of support, oh my gosh, the Emmys, Abbott Elementary, girl, favorite comedies out right now. I oh think my goodness, the the so the emotions you felt when you saw the Little Mermaid trailer. Those were the emer emotions I felt when I saw Cheryl go up there to get her award. Yeah, like it was so overwhelming and I felt like you represented black women all over like that feeling before she even spoke or began to sing. Like it was like, you can see in her yeah, eyes. She was that shocked. She didn't. Yes. Think she like she was like, did they really call my name? And it was like, I felt it, like watching her walk up that stage and like mm -hmm. having needing assistance and whatnot. She's like, yeah. am I, did I win? Let me tell you something. This woman was the original dream girl. This is Moesha's yeah. mom. So these people just now seeing her, this is, I used to watch Moesha growing yeah. up. Like, this is crazy. Girl, I still watch Moesha on Netflix. Right, like 40 years in the game and she's mm -hmm. just now getting the Emmy. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And, it, but, and I also felt like, you ever been you ever worked so hard for something you didn't get the recognition and then you finally get that recognition yeah. I felt that I felt like dang it took yeah. all of this time yeah. for her to get this recognition and yeah. and we're also gonna let's also talk about the other black women I mean we got Zendaya Lizzo like the, there were other black women that were on the stage that really represented for us as a culture Listen, and I want to talk a little bit about Lizzo. Lizzo just keeps winning because like a couple of weeks ago and mm -hmm. we didn't have a chance to talk about this, but a comedian had came out and was talking, you know, yin yang about Lizzo, about her weight. Oh, they I, always coming for this girl. And it's like they want her to lose weight so bad. You're leave her alone. She's comfortable in her skin. Yeah. And she turned around. I think she received an MTV award or something like mm -hmm. that. She was like, yo, I'm winning. You can say what you want, but I'm winning. And here she is yet again winning, winning an Emmy. So you could talk about her weight and whatever. Mm -hmm. All you want to, Miss Thang is winning she while you're winning. in the corner looking crusty and, you know, dusty, whatever. crusty and dusty looking okay. crusty and dusty. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. I love just to see our people going out and representing and accomplishing Listen, representation matters. And love I being black. Representation matters. And and that's with The Little Mermaid. That's with Kinta and Cheryl winning. Like representation matters. And one thing that I did want to like lastly address on this topic was, mm -hmm. again, I'm a sci-fi fantasy nerd. And so like a lot of these shows, like I don't I know you've never watched like Game of Thrones, but they've got mm -hmm. a spinoff for that. Um, And there's like a Lord of the Rings prequel spinoff and all of these shows now. Are mm -hmm. featuring um, people of color, mm -hmm. where largely these blockbuster hits and movies they they never um, the cast was always white, a hundred percent. And so now that you're seeing black elves and black yeah. people 
in a show about dragons and whatnot, these white folks are constantly losing their mind. And it's like, bro, it's a fictional it's story with yeah. fictional creatures. And it, it's, it's not the fact you can't fathom that dragons are real. It's the fact that there's melanated folks in yeah. these shows. And that's the part that this country is showing. It's country. These white folks are showing their racist behinds in yeah. everything that we do. It's like, they want to always be like, oh, we're making it about race. Y'all always making it about race. No, actually you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's like, come on. And it was so crazy. I, I don't mean to no. go off topic just a little bit, but I was having this conversation at work and this, um, with one of my coworkers who's from Brazil. Um, and she was talking about how she doesn't see color. And I was like, I, it's so hard for me to resonate with that. But in her eyes, she's like, oh, well, there's no color. There's nothing there like why we should not be mean to a culture or an ethnicity none of that like we're all human beings we're all human beings and I was like it's so hard to agree and stand aside that when we're still dealing with things like this like you're saying where people are upset about a sci-fi fake movie having black people in it yeah and people who say they don't see color that's a cop-out I mean you're choosing to ignore the blatant racism and the way that people have been um stereotype and biases and the mm -hmm. systemic ways that people of color and women have been kept out of rooms yeah. and places that's a cop-out and i hate when people say i don't see colors because you're choosing not to see my story that's yeah. you choosing not to empathize that's what that is is that you're not at that level to even consider my feelings because you quote unquote don't see color yeah so that that doesn't work for me yeah but on since we're getting a little deeper um I kind of did want to talk a little bit about this whole PMB rock thing. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first because you know I have I have thoughts on this, and then <laughs> so when the incident happened, as we know, a lot of the backlash, immediate backlash, was from the the fact that the girlfriend had posted the location of where they were, and later on, a couple few minutes later. That is when the robbery happened and um, he was actually murdered, right? Right. I guess. Again, I, I don't know. You don't know I, the full details, but that's, I don't know the details. That's, and the big thing around it was the fact that for the past few days, the girlfriend had been posting food, right? Mm -hmm. Not including a geotag. So not including the location of where she was eating the food. Mm -hmm. But the one time she did post the location of where she was eating the food, this happened. Mm -hmm. so that was the discussion at hand saying okay if she hadn't posted that location then likely he wouldn't have been shot and killed because he wouldn't have been robbed but the week before he was he was at they were at an event or something and he kind of felt some bad vibes like people were there like something was about to go down so he's telling his girl, hey, we got to go. We need to leave. She's not, she's like, for what? Like, I don't see anything wrong. We need to stay. We can stay. Da, da, da. He eventually persuades her to leave. They then leave. A car is following them. They don't know the car is following them. She's like, oh, well, let's pull over here really quickly. Mind you, this he just left a situation that might have been a little dangerous. Right. She's like, oh, well, let's pull over here really quickly. And he's like, nah, bro, like, we need to keep going. Decides to pull over. And then I can't remember what the car did. Either it like tried to cut them off or jerk or so 
something that Carr did that basically had him a little spook. So mm-hmm. he went on a podcast and was talking on the podcast like, dang, she wasn't like really peeping the vibe. Like it was a little, you know, like, dang, girl, like, you know, are, do you, are you really looking out for my best interest? And then the following week after the podcast was released, it's when the actual murder happened. Thus, we were having that conversation. Well, not me and you, but um, those of us who felt like she had some play or had some impact in everything that happened, because I feel like, okay, if you my girl, I'm telling you, like, people moving funny. I don't feel that, you know, that safe, like, you know, why would you then go and post where we at on the Internet? All right. So here is so so one that may or may not be the case. Correct. Correct. This is all speculation. Exactly. Um, And then to some degree. Right. But then it's also like, okay, well, clearly he's been being watched for the past week or two weeks because Mm -hmm. he's been feeling off about, you know, whatever. So it may not have been the location that alerted them. People been watching him. You just said people spot on him. Mm -hmm. So it could be whatever. My my point is, is that and and when I heard this without knowing the details or what, I was like, wow, it's such a shame that when someone of a certain stature or someone with money or someone respected in the neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. gets, gets killed or whatnot. Yeah. It's it's so Absolutely. sad that the wife and or the girlfriend is always implicated in that murder and is a suspect and is like, oh, she did it. Oh, I bet it was over her. Oh, I bet it was over a girl. And, and I was saying that in the sense of like, I've been guilty of it in the past too, of like, dang, like she set him up not knowing because we're looking at it on the surface level um but if i thought and i thought about it more i was like this isn't the first time that when someone has died that they automatically assume the girlfriend set them up or the girlfriend had a role in it and i'm like how sad is that that this person can't grieve the person that they just lost because now they're having to fend off rumors and whatnot of people saying that she was in on it you know what i mean and that mm-hmm. was that perspective of empathizing with dang like I don't know this man and condolences to this family who is missing his presence. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to speak on the situation. So why would I dare even say, Oh, I think the, I think the girlfriend did it when she set him up. You know what I mean? When there's so many plausible scenarios, especially when you just said somebody was following him or he was at a party and he didn't like the vibe, like something was, mm-hmm. off, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I was getting to. I was like, she can't grieve everyone's you know blaming her over the own people who pulled the trigger the people who murdered them aren't even giving us give, getting as much attention as she is right now and i'm like that's crazy yeah which is true i do agree to that statement she didn't pull the trigger she didn't do it it wasn't her the their speculation that she was involved in it but she is not the one who pulled the trigger and to your point obviously you know rest in peace but if something, if you were feeling funny, then there should have been someone protecting you, some sort of security, something to that degree. Um, and but that, that brings us to our larger conversation about boundaries. And, yeah. you know, um, again, I get it's a newer generation and social media is the big thing now. And that's all we talk about. But not everything needs to be posted. Agreed. And, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I let you know what I want you to know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just posting every second of every day. And I've never posted locations. Yeah. But I also, people also know routine. So mm-hmm. if you're that's here every too. Friday or every Sunday, like, 
you ain't got to post a location. Everyone knows where you're at at this date and this time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But, but that's the thing. I think I think this younger generation needs to learn boundaries. But because it's a social media world, everyone wants to post and show everything. And that's, again, going to they only want to show the good, but not the bad. So they want to show them out here on, you know, expensive dinner dates, lunch dates, brunch dates, mm -hmm. and, and shopping and stuff and geolocations and all that. When not all of that needs to be shared, something can Agreed. be left private you know yeah yeah well i think um this was good i think this is a great place to stop um yeah. this was an amazing episode we want to hear from y'all though because this is just like we said these this is our opinions you know but we want to hear yeah. what y'all have to say whether it's comments on boundaries what happened with pnb rock the little uh little mermaid release the Emmys, anything that we said today that might resonate with you, or maybe you have comments, drop them below. You can also DM us if you don't want to put it out um, publicly. Yep. We yep. would love to have some conversations with you. We are also implementing something new. Um, we're going to be going live, so you'll get the dates for the date yes. in which we're going to go live. We love for you to hop on. We might even add a couple of y'all in to hear what y'all yeah. got to say we are going to do better with engaging more and staying yes. consistent because we've been consistently apologizing but we're going to be consistently dropping yes. content so yes we yes. will fix yes. that my brilliant black and bougie folks <laughs> all right y'all be sure to connect with us on instagram and we would love to hear from you stay brilliant and stay black take care bye-bye